Hi guys, Andre here. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a couple of quick shout outs to two podcasts that Shannon and I are very excited about. The first one is Three Spooked Girls. Hey guys, my name is Tara. And my name is Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast, Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal. Or murder. Join us every Monday as we tell our listeners about a new spooky tale or true crime case. We'll have a special drink recipe each episode picked out by me for you to enjoy while we scare the hell out of you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell else you listen to podcasts. Come hang out with us and get your spooky on. And the second podcast is Dead Time Stories. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Stephanie. And we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories, with a Z, is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. Some of our stories include Eastern State Penitentiary. No. And where is it? Is it where is Does it, it sum up 12? No! <laughs> the Gettysburg Dime Museum. They were like, show starts at 5, Mr. President. He was like, thank you, 5. <laughs> no, 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 70. He was like, thank you, 5. <laughs> fort Mifflin. So the Americans burned down their own fort. They were like, oh, you, you British you want this? You want this? Come Come and get welcome it. to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and more. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Again, two amazing podcasts. Go check both of them out. Now, on to the show. Hello. Hello, Andre. Hi, Shannon. Welcome back. Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 15. That's insane. It's That's five cool. more than 10. So. Yeah, you're right. I remember when I was 15, I was really annoying. <laughs> when I was 15, I was a little piece of shit. <laughs> um, Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> I loved, I mean, I wasn't like mean to people and like not that kind of piece of shit, but I love drama. I was a really like dramatic kid. Um, Has so things I, like, changed or? I, <laughs> things have changed. Okay. Excuse me. Um, no, but I like, I, I, I wouldn't like start things, but I'd love like, You'd like no more or like meddling or just like putting my ear on the door um yeah and i needed to get that tea i guess i do yeah. that now just not with people like i know maybe with celebrities i mean i'm a gemini so i'm all for that gossip i i, I feel bad admitting it but i love it i eat it up i i i, I stand some tea i need it um okay so speaking of tea that's actually a terrible segue. There's nothing about tea. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of tea, I want some. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Shannon, what are we talking about today? Actually, no, because I think we have slightly different things. So, yeah, what are do. What are you on about, like, vibe-wise? What, what, are, what are you talking about today? 
you know, I'm not going to lie. My vibes stay pretty much the same week to week. And my vibes are pretty much like the devil meets something spiritual meets like yeah. someone dying. Like that's uh-huh. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, mine's going to be like um, portals to hell. That's actually very specific. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Mm-hmm, that's going to be mine. Yeah. We're both kind of dealing with something yeah. dark. Uh, you know what? I think I think I might as well get started because um, I'm gonna. I want to shock you, so let's see if any of this like works for you, and then you can tell me about yours. Perfect. I'm excited. Let's go. Also, also to all of you who definitely care, I just turned 22, so happy birthday yes! sound effect. Um, <laughs> uh, my birthday was my, was recently. Um, it was on the 23rd of April. I feel exactly the same. I did. Um, when I was a young 21. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, what's funny is we're like talking about like, remember when we were 15 years old and like for a lot of people, like you're like still 15. I know. Like that wasn't that long ago. I know. If you're listening to this and you're 15, it gets better. <laughs> oh my God. It, it, it does. But I also want to say like, it doesn't like life is a roller coaster, guys. Hop life on is, board. Yeah. Life is a roller coaster and it's kind of split. Like it gets better in some areas and then it gets, I guess, relatively worse in others, but it all bounces on in the end. Right. Right. Unless, unless you fall through a portal to hell. Unless you fall through a portal to hell. Wow. Queen of segues. I suck. Um, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> um, today I'm going to be talking to you about two different portals. Um, the first one is a portal in Huska Castle. So what is this place? Huska Castle is a castle in uh, the Czech Republic. Wait, is it still called that? No, it's Czechoslovakia, isn't it? I am so not down with it. I don't know. I'm, I think it's the Czech what Republic now. Mm, I think, maybe I should have checked this before. I think it used to be Czechoslovakia before the Soviet Union collapsed. We're just going to say it's a Czech castle. So I like how you're worried about that and not the like validity of you just casually talking about portals. <laughs> <laughs> Portal to hell? Mm, legit. But where is it? We don't know, and it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's a Czech castle. Um, it, it's uh, it's big. It's like a clifftop castle. Um, it is uh, medieval architecture, so it's very like gothic. So this place, right? It was constructed in the 13th century, so like mid 13th century. So it's old. Um, the castle again. It's in gothic style. It's about an hour north of Prague, um, mm-hmm. in the Czech Republic. I'm pretty sure it's the Czech Republic's. Um, and it's on the top of this, like, steep, rocky cliff. So, like, when you look at pictures, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it's thought to be one of the most haunted locations in the world. You ask why? Well, here's why. (laughs) Um, the castle, like, seems pretty ordinary on the outside. It doesn't have any, like, spookiness factor when you look at it from the outside. It's only when you're in the inside that you, according to, like, people who have visited it, that you get, like, these scary vibes. Um, even from the inside, it doesn't look scary because it's technically a tourist destination. So the Czech government tries to keep it pretty clean and tidy and, like, like upkept. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they can't but... contain hell. Exactly. They can't contain <laughs> hell and they can't, they can't like keep the vibes away so those are still there um this is something interesting about the castle apparently if you look closely you can see that most of the windows in the castle are actually fake they're just glass panes on 
on like walls um people ask why um some other history you should know about the castle is that this castle was built with no fortifications no water source no kitchen uh, what? For, yeah and for years that had no occupants so clearly this wasn't meant either this wasn't meant as a fortress nor was it meant as a residence okay um why because why would you need that when really all you need is this big ass castle to contain a hole in the ground that leads to hell obby oh that's dark so. i love it <laughs> um okay so back to the location again uh location is pretty peculiar right this place like i said it's in a remote area um what i didn't say is that it's surrounded by thick forests like a swamp uh sandstone mountains are like around this castle so the location like by all intents and purposes has no strategic value um and it's not near any like trading routes so many people wonder why it's there um and the ancient legend is obviously like well it's like the portal to hell happens to be there and so they had to build a castle there which mm, yeah sounds very sensible to me <laughs> um yeah <laughs> because hell is a physical place in earth that you can travel to through a tunnel um I'm, I, I mean maybe it I mean, is <laughs> i don't know like i'm saying this is kind of a joke but i don't i don't know i mean some <laughs> um so um, the folklore around this um, is basically, again, that it was built over this hole, large hole in the ground that was the gateway to hell. And um, it's it's basically fabled. This is like very interesting and very spooky, right? Uh, it's fabled that the hole was so deep that no one could see the bottom of it. And so like people used to live around the hole, like in a, in a town, I guess, but like the hole became so problematic that people like moved away or a bunch of them like got dragged by the hole because apparently creatures came out of the hole to drag people into it um and so eventually like the town yeah the town all left or or i'm guessing before they left they all like put in their monies to be like can we build a castle here so like it, it stops dragging people to hell um I, yeah it. so they're talking about like an entity yeah entities plural so i'm, I'm getting ahead of myself so basically, the folklore around this is that, again, there was a big hole in the ground, um, and no one could see the bottom of this hole. It was so, it was large, and it was very, very deep. Uh, legend has it that half-animal, half-human creatures used to crawl out of this pit at night and uh, attack locals and then drag them down into the hole. So there's that. Uh, it's believed that the castle was built to keep this evil in, and that's the folklore. Um. Now, what do you think so far? I really like the imagery of a creature crawling out of a hole and like taking townspeople to his hole. But then, like, they're like, "Oh, like we're just gonna like extreme home makeover this hole, and we're gonna give you a new house, and then you won't bug us." And he's just like, "All right, like, I like my castle," and he didn't bug anyone. That's good. Uh, okay, move so... this truck. <laughs> So, again, the castle was built over this whole hole, but more specifically, the castle's chapel was specifically built directly over the diameter of this bottomless pit in order to seal the evil in and keep the demonic creatures from entering our world. So, power of Jesus is what's really keeping them out. Um, but, but, even today, over 700 years after this hole has been sealed, People still claim to hear the scratching of creatures from the lower floors at night trying to claw their way to the surface. Oh my god. <laughs> Others claim to hear a chorus of screams coming from beneath the heavy floor. 
<laughs> um, are you shook? <laughs> the tortured souls of hell. Oh my god. I know that's but what spooks me about this is that if this is real, it makes hell so much more like closer to home. Quite literally, because it's in yeah. Earth. It's not in some alternate dimension or whatever. It's like a physical place somewhere under the earth, under us, um, that you can like walk to or I guess fall into. Um, well, maybe it is in another dimension. It's just, you know, it, it, the crossover point is on our Earth, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is a very interesting, like, little story that that's part of the folklore of this castle. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, this was illustrated in the movie The Nun, uh, huh. the story that I'm about to tell you. But The Nun didn't say that it was the Hrad Huska castle. Um I'm pretty sure that the nun took inspiration from this castle and then used it in its movie. Not the actual location, but, like, the folklore, like, the storyline of the castle. But they just renamed it to the Abbey of St. Carta. That's what it's called in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I remember in the movie, like... Well, let me tell you the story. So, basically, when the construction of this castle began, um, it said that all of the prisoners in that village uh, who had been sentenced to death were offered, like... A pardon if they agreed to be lowered by rope into the hole uh, and report back what they saw because like the people wanted to know what was in there like it was so deep like if you apparently if you like threw a light in i don't know what they would use back then like a like a lantern or something you couldn't see anything yeah so they wanted some people to go down there and look um apparently the the first man the first one was t- that was like wasn't up they were like we're not doing this anymore he was tied up and he was lowered into the hole but a few seconds after he disappeared um into the hole he began screaming he begged to be pulled back up and then when they pulled him up to the surface he looked as if he had aged 30 years in the few seconds that he was in the hole <gasps> what yeah his hair had turned white and he was extremely wrinkled he was still screaming when they pulled him to the surface apparently he was so disturbed by what he saw in the hole that he was sent to like an insane asylum and he died two days later who knows why wait this is folklore right like this isn't real i mean it's according to legend okay yeah i mean i just need to be grounded here because my head is all up in the clouds and i'm i'm wigging out but basically in the movie if i recall correctly a scene like that happens like someone's lowered and then they come back up and they're like all old and stuff um Mm -hmm. and so when i was like researching this earlier today i was like huh like oh that clicks like so they were inspired by that interesting um because in the movie like basically the 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 abbey the the fake abbey of sincarta is also built to keep like a portal from hell like like keep it sealed um well really more like inspiration they just like straight up ripped it off but (laughs) (laughs) um But yeah, but I guess, like, I didn't, I feel like I had heard of this castle that I'm talking to you about right now, like, years ago. But I guess when I was watching the movie recently, it never clicked until today. Um, So that's interesting. So uh, multiple, uh, like, television shows and, like, Ghost Hunters, all that kind of stuff have visited the castle. They all conclude that it is haunted. Um, Again, people still hear um, the scratching of the winged creatures. Oh, I forgot to say they were winged. They had like black wings. Oh Some of them are the ones that carried people down to the hole. So apparently they can still hear the scratching of the creatures trying to claw their way to the surface. Um, and uh, phantoms have been seen walking the empty halls of the castle. And this is my favorite part of this article. <laughs> like it, it just like give it like a 180 loop. 
And also, the Nazis specifically chose Hoska Castle in order to harness the powers of hell for themselves. Okay, okay, but like the whole like Nazis being into the paranormal thing actually has some real roots. I like mean, that's yes, yes, yeah, that is that's true. crazy. I, I don't buy know it, honestly. If there are like actual records that they were situated at this castle at any point in time, if they were though, right. I wouldn't be surprised. Like the Czech Republic isn't that far away, but um, like even if they were, like you know, there's nothing to suggest that they actually like where there's your harness the powers of hell however literally what other reason would there be for them to be there if they were actually situated there for a period of time again no strategic value in this castle no water no rooms so maybe if they were there this article is into something and indeed they were there only and only because of hell or an orgy in a castle <laughs> um so that's what i got on that thoughts um i'm living for it right now i i what if the winged creatures i mean obviously they're probably demons but what if they're the mothman (laughs) what if the mothman is a demon period oh my god i keep bringing up the mothman because i still don't believe in him but i'm I'm trying to make the mothman (laughs) fit into my reality so i'm trying i don't know i think that I think, to me, really, the spookiest part is just, again, how the castle was built, what it lacked, where it was built. It makes no sense. So Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess my brain goes to true crime, but maybe there was just, like, some whacked-out serial killer who, like, built this house kind of like how that doctor did. Uh, mm-hmm. That dude. Like, maybe it was just, like, a torture place. Like, maybe he threw bodies into the hole or something, and, like, there's no plumbing or anything because, like, it's just a murder house. I guess. I don't know, like, were there serial killers in the 13th century? Oh, there have been serial killers, like, all throughout time. I think maybe the issue with them being so prominent today is that America has forced capitalism down the throats of so many psychopaths that they just, like, really want to strike out and make themselves known now, especially with media. But I mean, back then, I'm sure, like, everyone was killing each other, you know? Mm, now, now, what you said, now that's real spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism. Uh, damn. For you. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's a theory. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of other uses that I can think of, but, um... I don't I haven't really like fleshed them out very well so I kind of want to stick with yeah like there was something in that hole and they were trying to cover it up and that's the only reason they built that castle um that's the only reason they built the chapel over the hole specifically Mm -hmm. and like that's the reason why there were no rooms like they probably didn't want to incentivize anyone to stay there of course now it's a tourist attraction because people are stupid um I wouldn't want to go there I don't think I'd visit I think maybe I'll look at it from the outside but Andre, we're yeah, gonna go with pickaxes and we're gonna dig into no, like that. Like people who do that kind of stuff, like, oh, I wanna stay in the haunted room in that like one haunted like hotel in LA or whatever, like room one oh three or whatever. Like or people who are like, oh, like um what is it, like the Queen Mary like cruise, like oh, yeah. uh whatever. I I'm no, no thanks. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't poke the bear. Yeah, like some of you might already know this, the ones that are listening, but like I love talking about the paranormal like learning about it like watching things about it but i wouldn't actually want to experience anything about it because i don't know the fact that i like it so much is because it brings me so much adrenaline but the reason it brings me adrenaline is because it's so scary so it's not actually something that i would want to experience in real life 
I just have a natural curiosity and I, I think it would be really fun if it was real. I think that would give me something to uh, tap into my lizard brain and just like fight for my life, you know? Okay, I no one kill me. Please don't kill me. We have different definitions of fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, I've actually melted a lot in my old age. I'm I'm less reckless now. I'm glad, I'm glad. Uh, okay, so the, the, the second hole that I wanted to talk about. Hole. Um... <laughs> Is it Shia LaBeouf's holes? <laughs> is okay. So this isn't this isn't necessarily a hole, but apparently this is a place that also contains a portal to hell. So this place is Stoll Cemetery in Kansas, here in our very own United States. Road trip. Shannon, are we going? <laughs> yes, we're going. We're going right now. Pack your bags. Um. So. This is a spooky-looking cemetery. If you look at photos, it's spooky-looking. I I don't. I think they might actually be trying to make it look spooky because I don't know tourism and people know that this is supposed to be a portal to hell. Whatever. Um, so it, it's spooky. It's like tucked away in this rural area of Kansas. It's not even like in in near any big city in Kansas. Um, it's just like in this like rural, sinister patch of land. Um, again, it's called Stoll Cemetery. Um, according to this article, it is um, eerie and has a quiet atmosphere, which I guess all cemeteries do. So that's <laughs> not really that special. Um, but um, so there's many dark legends about this place. Um, and apparently all these legends have earned the nickname of America's most evil graveyard. I hadn't heard about it before I started doing research for this episode. So I don't know how evil it is. Um, but basically, like, the stories that revolve around it involve a couple of things. Um, there's stories of satanic cults, um, like, meeting there. There's stories of witchcraft being practiced in the cemetery. And, excuse me, there's also, uh, reports of shadowy figures carrying out, quote-unquote, bizarre rituals and human sacrifice by moonlight. So, Yeah. And, uh, of course, supposedly, it also has its own doorway to hell. So this place has it all. <laughs> um, now, what's really interesting is that, like, sitting in the middle of the cemetery is this, like, decrepit, long-abandoned church, um, which looks like shit. Uh, like, it's very, like, it's not been upkept. Um, it doesn't look like a lot. But the church apparently has for over a century been said to be the actual portal to hell. Wow. So if you happen to go in there, you might not come out. Um, the local legend apparently originates in the mid-19th century uh, when Lucifer himself is said to have used the church to emerge into the cemetery from hell and summon up the restless spirits clinging to it. Um, hmm. From that point on... <laughs> Mr. Lucifer supposedly began to pass through the gate twice a year. Of course, you can guess when. Once on the spring equinox and once on Halloween. Um, <laughs> this is so, it's kind of cheesy, but like the story has has more to it. So, um, And over the years, uh, it's been said um, that, that Lucifer fathered a child with a witch living in the yeah, area. Yeah, he did. So. Thoughts. I like it. I like it a lot. Although the only thing I'm struggling with is if there's no hole, how did he emerge? Did he just appear? 
Well, I mean, there must be some hole or some door. It's just that this story doesn't have like the specific location where you can find yeah. it. Um, maybe like I don't know. Someone wants to keep that information hidden so people don't go lurking around, going to hell. Um, okay, something I had to say about this demon child. So the kid that the devil had with the witch apparently is said to have been born with "quote unquote" wolf hair, and to have been badly, hideously deformed. Um, the horrific child soon died, and his alleged grave can be seen even today, right beside a twisted old tree that is said to have been a place where they hung suspected witches during those oh days. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. a lot, huh? <laughs> um, okay, so this church, right? Apparently it um, fell in disrepair, into disrepair long ago. Uh, like the roof collapsed in like the 20s or the 30s or something and um and for some reason like the cemetery never bothered to fix it maybe they didn't have funds or maybe they didn't care if no one went in the church anymore because they knew there was something in there um but anyway so the, this church is like all fucked but still according to witnesses um it's claimed to like repel rain and that despite not having a roof the interior always remains dry even during intense rain oh my um yeah locals have like mostly tore the building down like i think that's good i don't know um but the old church um is said to still be used by satan and up until like 20 30 years ago hundreds of people would still show up at midnight on the spring equinox or on halloween in the hopes of getting like a glimpse of <laughs> the devil i don't know um and that caused a lot of um rowdiness and so like since then the cemetery has been off limits to the public but there's still like sightings um numerous sightings of things going on at the church uh like floating lights people see orbs obviously you know classic orbs um fleeting shadowy figures that appear uh, and disappear into thin air and rings of flame that seem to spontaneously form huh. out of nowhere with no discernible material that they could be burning uh, they sorry that they could be burning from so what the heck's going on there um Lastly, one of the like spookiest stories surrounding this cemetery, one that I found really interesting, was that um, when Pope John Paul II visited Colorado in 1983, he supposedly, I guess he was, he was, he was traveling from Rome to somewhere to Kansas, and I guess in order to do that, he had to travel through Colorado. So when he was um, when he visited Colorado. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. He was traveling to Colorado and he had to pass Kansas. So when he was going there back in 1983, he supposedly had his private plane take a completely different route so as to fly like all the way around the cemetery because it had like so much evil that he wanted to like avoid flying over it. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> extra. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's what I got. Isn't Thoughts. his hat supposed to protect him from evil? I think so. I don't know. Maybe he Not knows. Like, maybe the gateway to hell is like a little too much for him. And so he knew that it wouldn't be enough. <laughs> you know what I like about your two cases is that they they directly like mirror each other in a way of like, there's this hole to hell. So they built a castle around it. But there's this hole to hell in Kansas. And they tore like this church down for some um, reason. Well, rather, um, like if I understand correctly, like, it became um, dilapidated just like through time and it, like fell into disrepair because it wasn't maintained. Um, and so like the roof collapsed and now the church like looks like shit. 
um and and the like cemetery certainly didn't bother to fix it so now like like criminals i don't know like like delinquents have like torn like the building down more and more uh um but yeah yeah is that like a compliment to lucifer or is that like a middle finger to lucifer because he is evil i think the locals i don't know i think like the delinquents just like see like a torn down building and they're like oh why can't we get out of it or maybe kids go into like urban exploration um but the point is that you're right that like these buildings specifically like religious buildings right because in, in the Czech republic it was the the chapel of the castle and in kansas it was the church uh of the cemetery apparently like both of these buildings were built like specifically on top of these gates to keep like the gate sealed so you're right yeah mm-hmm. i like it i like both i think the second one was interesting because there were so many examples of like stuff like witches and this little demon antichrist baby <laughs> yeah. with fur on it that's all very fascinating but i i especially like the first one i think the the first one had a it had an aesthetic of like and especially because it is kind of dealing with dimensions in my mind of like if someone comes up from a rope and they've aged like 20 30 years that's he was time moves differently you know what i'm saying yeah oh there. my god i hadn't thought about that i thought like maybe some demon like came up to his face and was like, "I'm gonna age you, ha ha ha." Oh, that's possible too. Like suck out the youth. Yeah, he's a witch. Yeah, suck out the youth, like the witch. But maybe, oh my god, that's so much scarier. Like maybe he actually was down in that hole for thirty years, but like in real time, it was like a couple right. seconds, and he was actually screaming for thirty years straight. Yeah, because he was so terrified of what he saw. Wow, that's fucked up. Or man. I don't know, maybe he was tortured. I don't know. How would he stay on the rope that long? Maybe they were just poking him with like iron prods. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that part scared me. Yeah, that, 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 part, that part spooked me for sure. Um, this was a suggestion, right? One of those was a suggestion. Yes, yes, yes. Like talking about the, the Huska Castle, the first one was a suggestion from one of our listeners. Oh, awesome. Thank you, listeners. Mm-hmm. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> um, tell me what you got. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? Because... For one, like, this is actually a really common one. I think you might have heard about this, or at least read about it. And (laughs) it's funny I'm talking about it because I'm in a house of someone who loves dogs. (laughs) She walks in here. She better cover her ears. (laughs) I don't know why you're talking about, so I'm actually like, yeah, I have no idea. All right, well, my story takes place in West Dumbartshire. Dumbartonshire? Yeah, we'll say that. Scotland. Mm -hmm. It is called the Overton Bridge. And yeah, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I do know some about You've heard of this? Yeah, go, okay. go ahead. Okay, so this bridge was completed in 1895 by a landscape ar- architect named H.E. Milner. So since 2005, there have been reports of dogs falling or leaping from the bridge. Mm. And reports put it around 300 to 600 have leaped from the bridge maybe only about 50 have died from it because it's actually not that high uh-huh. but and i think a lot of people like to leave out like oh it wasn't that many that died but i mean it's it's a substantial amount there's a lot of dog death happening here mm-hmm. sorry dogs <laughs> anyway so yeah, some of them are injured you know it's break a leg or something but there are rocks at the bottom so there's a house on the property where the bridge is kind of leading to. So it's like the bridge and then like a couple of, I don't want to say miles, but like a lot of land until you get to this like nice little manor. Uh-huh. And it's called Overton House. And so 
the people who live there, Bob and Melissa Hill, they were they actually like talk about the house or the bridge and the house. Hmm. And so in the New York Times, um, they said that in the past 17 years, they've seen dogs grow agitated, jump up and fall off the bridge. Also, it's just occurring to me that this is about dogs jumping to their deaths yeah. and the dogs have been barking a lot. Like, is this like a sign? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh my God, they know. They know what's <laughs> up. Anyway, so Bob Hill, the guy who lives there with his wife, he's a pastor. He's actually from Texas, which is kind of cool. Like, how'd you end up in Scotland, Bob? Anyway, <laughs> and <laughs> and while he believes that Overton House, um, the grounds around it, have a very spiritual quality, he does believe that the dogs are simply attracted to the scent of an animal. And that's one of the explanations that comes up a lot. I think people tend to dismiss any other reason for it because they think that it is the scent of an animal. But there are quite a few explanations for it, and some of them are supernatural. And I don't think that we've ever actually been able to pin down which one it is, which is why I'm talking about it. Like, Still, though, like it's definitely not the scent of an animal. Like, th- th- There could be a scent of an animal anywhere on that like trail why would they do that specifically on the bridge also like is it the same animal all the time like if so how long has that animal been there like does the animal never move is the animal a carcass like if it's a carcass then wouldn't it like rot and eventually the dogs wouldn't smell it but having these dogs be jumping to the deaths for like years yeah years and um they think it's mink I think mink is the one that they say most often, but I don't really buy it. And there are some rebuttals for that that I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, just in general, like this doesn't really need a supernatural explanation to be scary because by nature, like your dog suddenly jumping off a bridge is pretty scary. Like yeah. Yeah. that sucks. So I do want to kind of segue into a kind of subplot of this story. And this is where it gets pretty dark and Normally, I would stray from true crime in our podcast, especially. Like, I don't mind listening to true crime podcasts or watching true crime stuff. Like, I do enjoy that a lot. But the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I just... It's too much. It's too depressing. It's too... Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, yeah. they they aren't very respectful towards the victims. Anyway, so there's a lot of reasons. But today, I'm talking about true crime because I think that it does kind of apply to this. And I think that it does kind of have a little bit of a supernatural edge. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I don't know. Decide for yourself. <laughs> so with that being said, in October 1994, a man threw his two-year-old son off the bridge because he thought the child was an incarnation of the devil. Oh my this, god, when? What year? What year? 1994. Okay, okay, okay. This actually happened. So the man's oh name is Kevin Moy. Okay. So the... the <laughs> Moy was certain that the devil had marked the baby boy. Um, he said that on the forehead there was a birthmark and that he was to blame for the Gulf War. And he feared that the child would end the world with a deadly virus and... Moy genuinely believed that he was saving the world by killing him. Oh my god. I don't want to say I'm conflicted because, I mean, it was a fucking baby, but man, I've watched The Omen, one, two, and three, okay? Yeah. It's just, it's rough because it's like, oh my god, this is like a very serious sign of mental illness, for one. Like, it's your child. Like, 
And that's really sad, you know, to suffer from those intrusive thoughts that it actually causes you to like act on them. It's just, it's a really I mean, tragic thing. I mean, yes, but again, I like. Like, you've seen Yeoman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that sounds like super duper fucked up, but like, we are on this podcast for a reason, so I must ask the obvious right. question. What if this was? Right. That's that's what I that's why I had to bring it up. It's because it happened in such a specific place that that the people who live there now say like the grounds feel kind of spiritual, like they feel kind of haunted. People have said mm. that they've seen stuff on the grounds, not just on the bridge. And so like that that's a factor. And what I what I think about is like maybe if we're not talking about haunting in the strictest sense maybe we're talking about places having an energy that makes you feel sad just because of all the history there it's not really mm -hmm. like a ghost but it's a feeling maybe mm -hmm. that can leave a mark on our world in some way we don't understand and maybe that's what he felt in that moment but yeah i like that unfortunately with this we'll just never know like he um anyway i guess i'll just come back to that because it's, it's a lot to unpack mm -hmm. but so after he um <sighs> did the deed he was actually with his wife when they were walking on this bridge so he's with the wife oh and the child God. and after he dropped the baby because it was kind of like a yeah anyway after he dropped the baby he attempted to jump off the bridge and his wife dragged him back she was screaming oh my God. Um, he was later taken to a like a home while he was like awaiting court I think something like that and he attempted suicide by slitting his wrists he was found not guilty by reason of insanity and was detained in a state hospital. Which also, honestly, like yeah. completely different topic, and we—I don't know if we can really talk about it without going on like a whole hour segue. But like, your thoughts on that? Like, oh, crazy people being like not given prison time, but rather like put into mental asylum for doing horrible things. My thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, if you can give me like the short on that. Um, I think that he genuinely needed help. I think that because he showed remorse, I think that he knew that he was he was suffering from some kind of mental illness. And because I, I when the article I was reading, he said like the moment he saw the baby when it was born, he he felt that conflicting feeling of like I feel like this baby's evil, but I shouldn't feel that way. Like he knew that something was wrong in his mind. Interesting. And, okay, well that yeah. makes me even that makes me sad to think that like. Yeah, this is why I don't like talking about true crime. It's it's a but lot. but it also makes me think. Okay, well then, doesn't that show that he was like quite conscious of what he was doing? Like, ergo, why not mm. give him prison time? Like, why not ergo, treat him? Ergo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have to put that in there. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this child did not deserve this. I really don't think it was the child of a devil. Or that it was marked. Like, that's not. Anyway, do you so, think that is a thing? Do you think that is a thing? Like, do you think that there's ever been like a like a? Do you think there's ever been a real life omen, basically? Um. Do you think the devil does that, and why would he? Couldn't he just come himself, and be like, "Fuck the world"? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know because that's kind of weird. I feel like that draws back into like. I don't know if it ties into religion because if we say that we believe that, doesn't that by nature mean that we also believe that God can do miracles or something? No, 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 Miss Shannon. You told me when I, when I said like, this is this must have been like the first episode actually. Um, I was like, oh, like, I believe in exorcisms. Like, therefore, 
oh. I'm uh, like leaving Christianity. Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, right. Like, oh, but like different cultures have exorcisms. What if like it's not the devil? It's just like evil, it, okay. and we just like picture it differently than other cultures picture it. Well, let's let's put an image in our mind now for future episodes. Let's call instead of like the devil doing stuff. Let's just say like the big evil Velociraptor. Like, <laughs> is he sending out omens and? I don't think that he is. <laughs> I don't have anything to back this up. I think maybe because I haven't really heard of any omens before. Like, I think this is like the first one that's like, but it's very heavily rooted in like mental yeah. illness and stuff. But I don't know. Do you believe in omens? Uh, no. Again, I think, I think if the devil really wanted to like fuck the world up, he could just come do it himself. I mean, if anything, it's in the Bible, like, um, like the devil's gonna like fuck up things so badly that like the rapture is gonna happen like mm. why would he need a kid i guess the antichrist is supposed to be like mm-hmm. some entity that is not the devil doing the work for the devil um mm-hmm. but i don't know if i believe in the antichrist also i think the devil could just come and like fuck shit up if he really wanted to he needs he doesn't need like a like an envoy you know you don't believe in the little furry mutant baby that he had with the witch well, again, like this baby was deformed and like couldn't like like speak or move. Failed antichrist. I, yeah, I, I think it was a failed antichrist. I, or rather, I think I think like when because we've heard about we've heard this before that the devil like fucks witches to have like kids with them. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think that like every time the devil does that, he's trying to create antichrist. I think some maybe he just like likes having babies with witches just because I don't know I don't know or maybe like he forgets to like use protection. I don't know. <laughs> Does the devil, since he need protection, I feel like his semen probably melts stuff. My god. (laughs) Okay, okay, so there is a ghost that is supposedly, by lore, attached to the grounds. So this is the widow of the first Baron Overton. So, you know, the people who originally lived in the house. Um, Mm -hmm. So she's called the White Lady of Overton, you know, may as well, may as well go with that theme. Um, so after mourning her husband for 30 years and dying herself, she supposedly haunts the bridge, the home, and the grounds. Um, she's been sighted in the windows of the house, and supposedly she's been seen standing at the bridge. So author of the book, The Baron of Rainbow Bridge, Overton's Death, Leaping Dog Mystery, Unraveled, by Paul Owens. Owens claims that people who would have been on the bridge, or who have been on the bridge, suddenly experience an overwhelming sense of depression um when prior to that they were they were just fine and owens himself has been there and he's had a weird experience he said that he felt a phantom finger jab him in the br- in the back twice while he stood on the bridge almost as though it was like trying to get him to jump mm. and Damn. so like sorry were you say something? okay so um kind of like what he said about the overwhelming sense of depression that's kind of what i meant earlier about like maybe the guy could have possibly fought this feeling or sensation of his child being evil off but because of the bridge and because the ghost lady is there constantly mourning her husband for like ever Mm -hmm. maybe that depression kind of leaks into you when you're standing there but I don't know. I don't really believe that <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just really unfortunate. So, yeah. I mean, is it a ghost? Is it something evil? Like, why are the dogs jumping? I don't know. 
but um, I guess go ahead go ahead I guess I can just jump into the rational explanations unless you have a theory of your own I think like the first thing that came to mind was like a lake spirit and that's a thing that like the Irish and the Scottish talk about like that's part of their like cultural folklore we don't have lake spirits here that's not like an idea that i'm very familiar with but i don't know if that's like a thing over there spirits that are like specifically tied to bodies of water i mean i guess they have that in japan too um so that's the first thing i thought of like how <laughs> like what like whose spirit that is specifically i don't know how it got there in the first place i don't know is anyone that commits suicide by jumping into a river a spirit lake i don't think so otherwise it would be like thousands um so i don't know if it is a lake spirit like why specifically that person's lake spirit whoever the person is but that makes sense to me i don't think it's the devil i feel like i don't know it's not violent I... enough <laughs> um, i also should have mentioned that there's no water it's just rocks down there Ooh, sorry <laughs> like a little, a little stream okay well fuck lake or river spirits or whatever um it's a bridge spirit <laughs> it's a bridge oh it's a troll it's a troll it's a troll it's, it's a, a little troll. troll that lives under the bridge and it's invisible <laughs> to the human eye but you know how dogs are very um like like per, like they perceive everything so yeah it's that it's a troll <laughs> i don't know i'm kind of dry i'm as dry as these rocks under the bridge as far as theories oh on this one so keep going okay. okay so one of the theories that i like which kind of makes sense to me um well, for one, dogs aren't, most dogs aren't that tall, you know, like your biggest dog can see probably like five feet, maybe like a, like a big dog is five feet, right? That seems too high. I don't know. Five Basically, feet for a dog? I, like I've seen standing up, dogs. you mean? Mm, like on all fours? On all fours, five feet. No, dude, like this would be one big ass dog. I don't do numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I guess, I guess a large dog. Yeah. Stand, like standing up but we're talking about yeah we're talking about large yeah. dogs so, yeah. so all fours so yeah like their line of sight isn't as high as ours so right. canine psychologist david sands he said that while there's not a definitive answer for these dog deaths the surrounding foliage around the bridge it, it kind of masks the drop on the other side of the bridge so for a smaller dog if they're at that level what they see it looks like a single plane of land so they don't know that there's a drop at all okay uh, yeah. that's good but i don't believe it at all i feel like <laughs> that like circumstance where like nature um like maybe the foliage in some places makes it like confusing for dogs or whatever i'm sure that happens in millions of other places around the world but dogs aren't killing themselves over there so next <laughs> thank you next um many believe that it is the strong mink scent coming down from the below you know the minks are like mating or being gross and the dogs smell it and it has been proven that dogs are very attracted to that smell and so okay. the, the the dog overestimates and jumps for the mink um however however a local hunter who has lived there his entire life over 50 years has said there is no mink around here I can tell you that with absolute certainty. <laughs> I love that. I mean, or rather, I mink. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and that coupled with um, the 
Bill, Bill, is that his name? Bob Hill? The guy who lives at Overton right now, he kind of said, like, oh, it's probably the mink, but also, like, yeah, I'm sensing some vibes here. Like, that, I'm just like, well, you sense vibes, man. Like, you can't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and also, why, why haven't they found this miraculous mink and brought it to justice, you know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it's really interesting when people talk about, like, their experiences with their dogs jumping, because some people have come forward and said it's really weird. It's like the dog suddenly stops, it changes its behavior completely, and makes a straight beeline, runs and leaps off the freaking bridge. Like, it's not... I can, I can totally picture, like, me being there with my dog and how terrifying that would be, and I can also, like, picture me trying to tell that to someone, and them not, like picturing that in their mind right and like really minimizing the horror of it and i think that's what these people who give very rational explanations to this phenomenon do i think i think that you really don't like get to say "Mm, it's just minks unless you actually experience how terrifying it must be for everything to be perfectly normal and all of a sudden your dog just pauses and then runs to its death like that you know what i mean like and, like, you can hear them, like, make their sad dog noises as they hit the ground. Like, it's not, it's not, it's it's a pretty serious thing. When and did you say dogs started jumping up this bridge? Is there, like, a year, like, a timeline? I don't think there's necessarily a year it started, but there's definitely a year that people started reporting it to, like, news media, and that was, like, 2005. But 2005. the bridge itself has existed since 1895. Okay, what if it's the baby ghost? Oh, don't say that. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think of like an explanations and like nothing's coming up. But that, right? Like you said, that was in the mid '90s, so that makes yeah. sense. Like, there's a ghost that's attached to that place um, because it had a, it died a horrible death. Usually, like ghosts or spirits that died horrible deaths, so they can't pass. Um, and maybe like I don't know, like dogs like babies. Maybe the baby is like lowering the dogs. Um, I don't know if the baby, like, wants the dogs to die, but whatever it is, like, lures them, and whether accidentally or purposefully, these dogs die. Hmm. It's possible. I think I am more prone to believe that there's some kind of dark energy there that's making people and dogs feel like killing themselves or others. Like, that's what I get. And that could tie back to the lady of Overton, the, the white lady or whatever but i don't know it could that, or, that intense urge or it could be like you know like the baby yeah but it doesn't make sense like it wouldn't be dark energy if it's just the baby but it would make sense that it's dark energy if the baby also happened to be the son of satan so oh my god <laughs> i had to say it it's so dark i mean <laughs> Listen, I watched enough movies where, like, the child is, like, evil and, like, no one believes, like, the parent and the parent is conflicted because, like, child services is on his ass and, like, but he knows it actually is Satan and the movie ends with, like, the child, like, surviving because some person, like, rescued the kid and the parent, like, that was literally, like, The Prodigy, the movie that I saw recently, The Prodigy, that that was literally it. Like, the kid was basically, like, Satan and the mom was like, I know you're Satan, but no one else believed her, and she tried to kill him, but before she could, she got shot by someone, like a neighbor, and the neighbor rescues the kid, and the kid is like, I'm just a helpless kid, and then grows up, and is still Satan. So, there's that. It's just, 
<laughs> if I had a Satan baby, I'd love my Satan baby. No one's gonna no, touch my Satan. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. But it's wouldn't. not up to me. Satan's probably more powerful than me. What am I gonna do? Stop him from doing Satan things? What am I? <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I, I'll make him his eggs. I'll make him some waffles. <laughs> I, I think know. I can. I think I can settle for the the white lady of Overton, but okay. But you know, um, I, I will not discount the possibility of demon babies. So there's that. Oh, is that is that what you're going to be remembered for? Is that your tagline? I will not discount demon <laughs> babies. Demon babies matter. Oh um, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my case. That was. The Bridge of Overton. Overton Bridge. I like it. It's spooky. It's interesting. It, it left me with a, a couple of questions. We didn't have a really strong conclusion <gasps> to it. So that makes me think that there might be what more if to it's the story. A, what if it's a hole to, hole to hell? What if it's a hole to hell and dogs just stand hell because <laughs> her daddy is waiting for them there? Her daddy would be um, Cerberus, the three-headed dog. All dogs go to heaven, but actually they don't. They all want they to go to hell. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, okay. I, I heard about that bridge before you, you, you talked about it. Um, yeah, um, there's a lot. Like, that's that's what's so interesting to me is it's not, like, a few. It's it's hundreds of dogs have jumped. It's a lot. Um, that, it, it reminded me of, though, the, like, suicide bridge in South Pasadena, or Pasadena, rather. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, no, I don't think it's so. Really, it's really close to where we live. It's in the LA area. Um, and I was walking it. Um, I walked it with my boyfriend, like, must have been like half a year ago. Um, because, like, he lives in the area and um, he wanted to show it to me. And I, I think he didn't tell me that that was it until we got there and then i was like uh <laughs> we're, we're already here like might as well like walk it clearly i was a different person back then because today i would have been like nope i'm good um <laughs> but nothing spooky happened but still like it's interesting that that's a thing like and i know that's not the only one like there's you know there's the suicide bridge that i just talked about and then there's your suicide bridge for dogs and um Golden in the uk Gate. and then i'm sure there's other bridges around the world i'm i'm sure there are so yeah Maybe, yeah, maybe there's just something to bridges. I don't know. Maybe it is trolls. Hell. <laughs> I mean, we can get real mystical and be like, well, maybe it's fairies because fairies like in between places. And what's more in between than a bridge that gets you from point A to point B? Agreed. Fucking fairies. Fairies could be evil. That's a thing. I saw that on a movie once. So they're not all Tinkerbell, you know? Um, oh, like the Tooth Fairy? Have you seen yeah. that movie? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like a horror movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I, I've heard about it. It's basically like the, the two fairies evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, fun way to end the podcast. Do you have a horror movie recommendation? It doesn't matter when it's from for the listeners. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like everything I like, everyone's probably already seen, though. That's, that's my only issue. Well, I mean, give it to me. What is it? Uh, well, <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't say Scream is iconic. Iconic. Yes. Cabin in the Woods, one of my favorites. I'm a Buffy fan, what can I say? <laughs> um, and then Nightmare on Elm Street. It's an 80s, but a great 80s. Mm -hmm. Wow, I need to kill myself. Where's a bridge? <laughs> um... Hereditary, obviously. Traumatizing. Yeah, to anyone who hasn't watched it, that's oh, like... And Get Out. If you haven't seen Get Out yet, Get Out. 
Get Out. Yeah, literally Get Out if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Us, well, I know that we like talked about it. You finally saw it, right? You saw it eventually? No, I haven't. There's like you haven't seen it? Or, you have to see it. It's pretty good. Um, I, I don't think Get Out might have been better. But anyway, um, let's, see, let's see what I have. Um, this is more like indie stuff. Green Room um, is really good. Um, check it out. It's like on Netflix. Um, it's not like paranormal horror, but it's still like very, very scary. Um, there was another movie I saw recently. I don't remember the name. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Hush is also another movie that was really, really good. Oh, I've seen it's that like on Netflix. A... I don't think I've just seen the movie, though. Yeah, it's like it's like a psychological thriller. It's really good. Um, the Babadook. The Babadook. But yeah, I feel like most people must have seen that one by now. It's, it's a classic, and if you haven't, you have to see it. Um, but... Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, we'll think of more recommendations for next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone, thank you for um, listening. Uh, thank you for listening to our 15th episode. You can uh, find us on uh, Twitter at TalkScary, and you can also find us and download our episodes on any podcast listening platform. Again, we are um, everywhere on Google Play, uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. So give us a listen. Um, give us a uh, review wherever you want to drop it. Subscribe to our RSS feed um, anywhere, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. And if you have any suggestions for next week's episode, um, uh, drop us a DM or a reply tweet on Twitter at TalkScary. And uh, yeah, we, we'd love to receive new ideas. So Shannon, do you have anything? Um, be safe out there, guys. Make good choices. Yeah, make good choices. Um, don't drive at night if you're sleepy. Don't uh, eat any large things before bedtime. Uh, the Mothman is real, and we will see you all next week. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye.